For the longest time, I secretly wanted more. I often found myself shrinking to fit in, settling for what was comfortable, and even selling myself short. Once I finally accepted that we deserve success and we are blessed with the power to achieve it, I stopped playing small. I'm serious about building a life I love, and you should be too. I'm Denise Taylor of DeniseTaylor.live, and welcome to Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. I help women prioritize themselves, their success, and their happiness. Let's meet this week's achiever whose story will inspire you to push past your fears and soar. Well, you know, I'm always excited to have you join me each and every week here on Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. And this week is no different. Now, whether you're joining me on Apple Podcasts, listening on Spotify, or watching me on YouTube, I am glad to be connected with you. It is because of you that I do what I do. I serve this community because I truly believe that we can build a life that we love. Now, as we cruise into the end of 2021, I have goals for us. Yes, us. I am looking forward to seeing us be new in 2022. Yes, it's time for a new you in 2022. I am so excited to be hosting my signature event, DeniseTaylor.Live Unstoppable Conference. This conference is set with you at the heart of it all. We have been tethered to pain long enough and we have dealt with some unfortunate circumstances, but it is time to free ourselves of all the trauma, in all the drama so that we can launch forth boldly and move forward and be, do, have, and achieve everything that we desire. I say it all the time, but this time is a little bit different because I am fixed and focused on us embracing our power so that we can be unstoppable. The last week of this year is intentionally set so that we can shake off everything that has kept us bound and leave the past behind. We have a four-night event that is going to be life-changing, and I am excited about who God has assembled as Team Unstoppable. The first night is going to feature myself. I will kick us off with They Hurt Me. The reality is this. We have faced some traumatic experiences, and when I say we, I mean we. I have had to overcome molestation and I have had to overcome sexual assault. And I did that by exchanging the ashes of those situations for God's goodness. He gave me beauty for ashes. When I began to see myself the way that God sees me, I was able to shake off fear and emerge and be powerful and go forth. And that is exactly what I want to usher other women who have had to face those hurtful situations to be able to do as well. So that's night number one. Night number two, we're going to talk about 
uh, spectrum of abandonment. Now, when you hear that, you always think of the little kid left behind, but sometimes they're not left behind. There is a person present who does not want to be. There are people who are in the life who are emotionally detached, and that has an impact on us. And we are going to talk very specifically about how to pick up the pieces of your life when you have always sensed that you were unwanted. Most of the time that happens by people we thought loved us well, our family, our mama, our father, all of those different things have lasting impact when they're not genuine and you have to face overcoming abandonment. The third night is going to feature a conversation that I'm sure many can resonate with. It is this, love didn't work out for me failed relationships that we have truly invested ourselves in. And for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. And then finally, we are going to look forward and figure out how to truly be unstoppable. I have assembled a team of four that is dynamite. I cannot wait for you to meet each and every woman who is coming together to release the power that God has given them in those specific areas to help us emerge. You know what? We're about to be new in 2022, and you are truly going to embrace your power. Today's guest is one of the speakers, and I am so glad that she agreed to be a part of Team Unstoppable. We are going to be talking to Sandra Buxby, and she is going to be coming in to help us deal with the situation when love just did not work out for us. Now you may say to yourself, Denise, that feels a little different. What does that have to do with success? Here's what I know. And when you are tethered to pain and you are discounting yourself, somehow you believe that you have been ruined. But I am here to tell you that what happened to you did not ruin you. And that you can take, yes, each and every one of those success superpowers and you can rule and reign, but you got to deal with the pain. You cannot overcome what you are not willing to confront. You cannot heal what you are not willing to reveal. And with that, we are gonna do some real work before we get into the new year so that we can leave the past behind. Well, I am so excited to have Sandra join me today here on Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. She is a part of Team Unstoppable, and we are gearing up for what I believe is going to truly be a life-changing conference. It's a virtual conference, which means people can join us from all over the world live. So as much as we're preparing for all the logistics and technical, we are preparing our hearts and minds to be conduits of change. And so I wanted to check in with Sandra because I know she's so focused on serving the women who are overcoming those uh, broken relationships, those failed loves, those divorce experiences. That's her lane. And so before we get to the meat of it all, Remind us who you are, because you are no stranger to us here. You've joined us before, but tell us a little bit more about you before we hop in. 
I'd like to say my name is Sandra Taylor Busby, and I'm just so thrilled to be a part of this whole project um, because I believe in women helping women. I believe in just the, the, the community of women, how we love on each other and we can draw from our experiences and help each other. And that's the way God intended it. And so my experience, of course, is that um, in a long-term marriage that ended after 25 years, four of those years I was separated. And so that is what led me to serve the women the way that I do. Um, our God just is amazing in the way that he takes situations that we've overcome and he uses them as part of ministry to others. And so what better person to walk with someone who is experiencing a tough season than another who has healed from it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, community is key. And now we have community all over the world with all the virtual things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. But it could just be your sister next door or mm -hmm. sitting next to you in church on the next pew, or it could be around the world in another country, but just someone to walk alongside, you know, as you're going through what you're going through. My main focus in, in everything that I do, other women as far as talking with them, groups, uh, writing and, and speaking is I want to close the gap. There is a gap between where women are and where they need to be. Mm -hmm. And that gap looks different for each woman. Mm -hmm. And that gap is a different size for each woman. And so what I like to do is just get to know the woman, where that gap is, where we need to get started, where we're headed, so we'll know what course to take to close that gap, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's a little bit about me, a little bit about my passion, a little bit about things that I do and things that are on my heart mm -hmm. as far as serving other women. Yeah. You know, one of the things is I have really be, been preparing myself as well. I find that women connect when they realize and understand more about our story, right? And why this is such an area of passion for us and why we are willing to kind of reveal those things that most folks will be like, I don't want nobody to see that. Right. You know, I don't want anybody to know that about me. And I, I am um, just amazed that when you begin to reveal your truth, you feel more empowered. And it almost seems kind of crazy. It's not like what you would think, right? When we decide to hide and we decide to suppress and keep that in, it's almost like a weight on us. And what yeah. I have discovered is that there is a lot of freedom in really identifying the truth. So tell us a little bit more about your story and what you think about that whole reveal and revelation of the truth many times to ourselves that makes a difference. Right. And, you know, they say the, the Bible says the truth sets you free and it's very, very relevant 
and very true in whatever we face. Uh, a lot of times we want to sweep things under the rug. We want to act like they didn't happen. And that's where a lot of the bitterness comes from, because we are suppressing those feelings and those emotions and things like that. And they come out in different ways. They come out in uncontrolled anger. They come out in gossip. They come out um, in uh, bitterness and, and just all of those things. We each display that pain a little bit differently. And uh, it's so subtle sometimes because we think we're okay, mm -hmm. but we're really not. So it's when we start to reach down deeply and uproot those things that uh, have, have caused us to feel what we feel. It's only when we're willing to uproot them, deal with them and get rid of them. That's where the healing comes from. And that involves being true to oneself about what's really, really going on, about what's really bothering you, uh, and about the fact that you need healing, you may need help, and it's okay. You've got to move from that place mm -hmm. of secrecy, holding things in, acting like you're okay, putting on face for the public when you know that there's work to be done inside of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I have uh, kind of heard from wives I serve and from friends who have gone through separation and divorce is so much of the burden and responsibility for the break, regardless of who said it, regardless of who, you know, made the decision to be the first uh, mover's advantage, if I could say it that way. There still is this overwhelming sense of failure. There's this overwhelming sense of void. There's this overwhelming sense of shame even um, where you begin questioning yourself because love didn't work out for you. When you were in that situation, how did you wrestle with that? Like, how did you overcome those sensations of responsibility for something that didn't work out well? Well, I think that what happened with me is I had to come to a place of choice. Do I want to continue to live this way? Do I want to continue to beat myself up? I am not perfect. And I can't expect that of myself. And so the mistakes that I made I have to get past those. I have to forgive myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes forgiveness of oneself is harder to do than, than forgiving others. Mm -hmm. But it's necessary. We're deserving of forgiveness from ourselves, for ourselves as well. And so recognizing the fact that we're not perfect, we made mistakes, it happened, mm -hmm. it didn't ruin us, like you said. And we've got to make an intentional effort to keep moving forward. We can't get stuck in what happened, what we said, what we did. It will absolutely destroy from the inside out. That is like cancer. 
-hmm. And it reaches to every part of your being if you allow it to continue to grow and to fester and to cause you depression, sadness, hurt, pain. If you allow those things to continue, it's going to take its toll Mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. And so you have a choice to let it go and put it in the past where it belongs. One of the things that's going to be important is for people to really understand that I was very intentional in going to get people who serving well in this area. Like you ain't new to this, right? This is something that you have been very diligent about serving uh, women who are facing this situation. You have a lot of experience. And so um, we didn't just wake up and find ourselves wanting to just enter this virtual stage. So tell us a little bit about you and your experience and ways that you have been serving in this space and making the impact. Well, you know, when a woman comes to me and she says, you know, I feel like a house and every room that I go in in my house is dark. Every door that I open is full of darkness and despair and sadness. And I tell her that if you stick with God, if you run this race, We're gonna flip every room. We're gonna flip every light on. This house is gonna be bright and you're gonna be able to see it. You know, a lot of times when I see certain themes from women who are facing uh, loss of relationship and one of them is being stuck in a season where they are managing pain only. Instead of seeking total freedom, I see that a lot. They think that just managing their pain from day to day, making it from day to day is enough. And it's not. It's not a way to live. And so within my experience, I know what the end result is because I I got there. And I can look back at a woman and say, you know what? She is in a place. And she thinks that this is it and this is not it. And I want to show her there's so much more to who you are and who you can become because of what you went through. Mm -hmm. And then I see women underestimating the power of forgiveness because I did it myself Mm -hmm. at one time. Forgiveness was not on my agenda. Mm -hmm. But as I began to forgive, I began to free myself more and more. And so as soon as a woman is ready to even say the word forgiveness, we're going to start working on it because I know it's going to be a process for some people, but it's necessary. It's it's not even, you don't even have a choice if you really want to be free. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I see with women, and I did it myself, is allowing their souls, by that I mean their minds, will, and emotions, to consume totally consume their thoughts and their actions and their words. After a breakup, when you have pain, your thinking is distorted. And allowing your thoughts, 
those raw emotions that dictate what you do, what you say, how you treat people, how you look at relationships, what you're looking for in your next relationship when you haven't healed from the last one. Allowing your soul to dictate instead of the mind of Christ, your mind, instead of God's will, your will. And then your raw emotions that God gave them to you for a reason, but not to dictate your life, not to consume you. Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the things that I see that things that I went through that I see in other women who are coming out of these painful relationships. And those are the things that we want to attack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Head on, head on completely. Now you already serve in this space. Um, and you have a lot of experience serving women. So I think the reflections that you just took us through, they come from having a keen eye in terms of what you recognize women who are going through heartbreak and heartache and disillusion of the relationship, dissolving of the relationship, um, that they're all facing. But with that, you've got some specific steps that they should work through to move forward. And I know part of your preparation for the Unstoppable Conference is going to anchor in there. So just give us a glimpse of one or two of the key perspectives that women who are looking to come out will need to do beyond forgiveness of themselves? First, that'll be a personal accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we want to shun that. Um, we want to put it all on God. We want to ask people their opinions. We want to we wanna do that. God is there for us, but God has things that we need to do for ourselves. So personal accountability. Um, for your own journey and then embracing change after a divorce everything is going to look different you may live in a different place your finances may look different Um, your children are going to be going through some things that they weren't going through when you and your spouse were together you know you've got blending families you've got families that are hurt because of what happened Um, you've got to explain things you've got to continue to function at your job, even though you're in. And so your whole world is upside down. Mm-hmm. When things change, you have to change with them and make the best of them. You know, you have the option of embracing the change that's there mm-hmm. and not getting angry and bitter because everything has changed. And also, I want women to know that they can do hard things. You can do hard things. And if you don't believe it, get a piece of paper and write some stuff down. Look back at your life and think of the things that you've been through. Think of the things that God has brought you through. You will prove to yourself, hey, I can do hard things. This is hard, but I can do it. You know, um, one thing I want to see, one goal is a selfish goal of mine. I want to see miracles. I, I want to see miracles through this conference. I want to see miracles through the workshops. You know, I want to see women who are completely different 
at the end of this journey than they were at the beginning of the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I want to see miracles over and over again. So those are some things that we're going to talk about in the conference. Um, as far as the workshop, we're going to put nuts and bolts to what we talk about in the conference, the how-tos. We're going to look at some real-life scenarios and look at some real-life solutions. You know, women need answers. They need to know, how is this going to affect me? What do I need to do? to get to a different place. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And so uh, we want to talk about that. We want to talk about success. A lot of times we say we fear failure. Some people fear success because when you reach that successful point, that's something that you have to maintain, you know? And so we have women that fear uh, success. We want to talk about how you're worthy of being successful as well. Mm -hmm. um, we talk about leaving the past behind. And we'll talk about that in the conference, but also in the workshop. There's a story that I like where a little girl is, is, is walking home every day and she has to walk past this vicious dog. And the dog just barks and barks and barks. And she has anxiety and she has fear every day she has to walk past this dog. Well, the dog is behind the fence and he's chained. And so after a while, the little girl says, you know what? I really don't have to walk on this particular street. I can go a different way. Okay, so that's the choice she made. She went a different way. And so the more she went the different way, the dog became a distant memory, a distant memory, less and less of a memory. And so our past is like that vicious dog, you know, a constant source of anxiety and of fear. But our past is permanently positioned behind the fence of time. Our past can no longer harm us unless we allow it to harm us. So when we look at our past, we often allow it to paralyze us here. In the workshop, we're going to talk about that. How not to allow the past, which is behind the fence of time and can no longer hurt us, how we deal with our minds. And during the workshop, we're going to dive deeply into leaving the past where it belongs and ways to choose freedom instead of bondage, choose a different path, choose a different way to walk, choose, make different choices to choose. Joy, uh, joy, peace, and life. You know, stop going down the same street that's causing this anxiety. Uh, a lot of times we have developed what we talk about in a couple of black classes, soul ties. That's when we're stuck in a relationship. It's gone south. It's not good for us. It's unhealthy for us. But in our minds, we're going to fantasize about it. We're going to think about it. It's going to consume my thoughts. We're going to think that it's going places that it never will. And we're going to address that as well. How to release soul ties because they're very, very powerful. They are extremely powerful and yes. they're very, very 
um, captivating in the sense that they don't let you go. They are something that you have to release because they are not going to let you go. Now, when we come back, I want us to talk a little bit more about why you said yes to be in the Unstoppable Conference. And the second thing I want us to talk about is who is ready for you. Like when you think of a person who is ready to take those steps, I want you to describe for us just who they are. Well, we had planned on forever. When we made our commitment to one another, forever was the plan. But for some, love just didn't work out. And some women find themselves picking up the pieces of their life after heartbreak and divorce. You see, love didn't work out for me. Why it didn't work out really doesn't matter. The bottom line is you are now alone picking up your life. You feel responsible. You feel hurt, devastated, confused, embarrassed, and even ashamed. And despite which of you said it first, even despite whose ideal it was to part, the reality is we were all in on that notion of forever. You see broken promises or misunderstandings or abandonment or no chemistry or feeling unaccepted, perhaps addiction, infidelity, abuse. It could be a number of things. It just didn't work out. And even though you might've been the one who wanted out, that doesn't make it easy. And even though you genuinely love them, forever didn't happen. And now you have to face everyone. And even though you try to stay and make it work, it ended because it just had to. Rediscovering who you are after love failed is hard. You take the loss as a personal failure and you begin to question everything about you. You question your future and even your soul. Does God still love me? Does he forgive me? Can I still be chosen and faithful and trusted to love again? Going through a breakup is traumatic. And this is Sandra's space. And I am so excited to have her as a part of Team Unstoppable. I believe that she has been blessed with the powerful words and missions that can help women overcome. So I want you to set your sights on being a part of the Unstoppable Conference. The good news is it's absolutely free and you can attend from anywhere in the world. So be sure to register. Visit online at www dot denise taylor dot live to see all of the details for the unstoppable conference but this is one thing you need to know it is completely free so be sure to join us each night as we help you get ready to embrace your power to be a new you in 2022 
now that we're back, tell us what made you say yes to the invitation to being a part of the Unstoppable Conference? Well, the main thing, I see the issues that women face and I just can't leave them where they are. I used to be them. Mm. I used to be them and I know I can look back and see how in disarray my life was. Um, I can envision myself like reaching my hand down into a well and the woman is down there with her hand up and she's grabbing my hand and I'm telling her, you know, you, you've got time out of this well. God's got me and God's got you. I climbed out, you can climb out. That's why I said, that's one of the reasons I said, said yes. You know, God is not gonna let us go. I'm reaching down, come on, let's go. Um, and then unhealed wounds become the loudest voices that we hear. Mm-hmm. Our unhealed wounds talk loudly to us. Um, we listen to those above reason, above common sense, above God, above the Holy Spirit. Whether we realize it or not, we are shaped by the loudest voice that we hear. Mm-hmm. And our unhealed wounds many times are the loudest voice we hear. Um, We listen to ourselves when we're hurt. And like I said, pain distorts our minds. We listen to other people who are in pain, have not healed, are not trying to walk in healing, you know, and that's a problem. They're, They're having a loud voice. And we listen to social media. And we know for the most part, Social media has a very loud voice, but we're still listening to the wrong things. But when we quiet ourselves, and this is what I want women to to do. This is the unstoppable lifestyle and the unstoppable mindset of quieting yourself and being able to listen to Holy Spirit, listen to wisdom, listen to godly counsel, um, govern ourselves accordingly, read scripture, pray, journal. These are the intentional things daily that I want women to adopt. That's what's going to make them unstoppable. Like I said, this is a personal journey that we have to be personally accountable for. Nobody's going to do it for us. We have to seek our own healing. We have to say, what does that look like? What is my next step? When was the last time I got quiet and just listened to the voice of God instead of social media? instead of uh, the person that is telling me what they would do if they were in my shoes, what they're dealing with their own bitterness uh, and pain. Mm. So these are some of the things that made me say yes, is the unstoppable lifestyle. You know, when you walk in a room and you have overcome some things, people can see your resilience. They see that when you walk in, they want some of that, Mm. you know, they, they need, they know they need that. They can identify areas of their lives where they need to come up to a different level. And so that's why I said, yes. That's so gracious. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes we can be so focused on ourselves that we don't recognize the power in the significance of helping someone else overcome. Now, who's ready for you though, 
right? Because I love what you're saying, but if I'm sitting here, how do I know that I'm ready to step forward and be 